0: Hello, hello, what a beautiful screen. This is probably the most beautiful screen I've ever seen. All right, you guys. Hello, my name is Sarah York. I'm here on behalf of the UA Department of Theater and Dance. And this is our second episode of Stage Talks. And I have coined it Crown Conversations because super, yeah, we're just gonna get creative with it. Uh, Here we're celebrating all things UA Theater and Dance at the Capstone and gotta give a quick Roll Tide for that. But I'm so excited to introduce today our friends that have joined us. We are talking all things pageantry. That's right, you heard me correctly pageants. Specifically, we are going to chat with some incredible young women who have been involved or are currently involved in the Miss America organization who at one season in their life or another have found themselves in the hallowed halls of Rowan Johnson. Uh, Our beloved theater and dance department has seen many empowering, incredible young women who have all paved their own way of impact and sheer awesomeness quite frankly. So as someone who has spent six years uh, of my formative years in the Miss America organization, uh, I can tell you that it is an incredibly life-changing experience and uh, provides immense impact for the women involved and the impact that they're able to make in their communities is absolutely inspiring. Um, I think a few women on this panel would probably agree with me today that the life skills that you gain, the relationships you gain and acquire are all things that you take with you for years to come. So, enough rambling from me. I would love uh, to introduce the women that I have here with me today. And uh, I have a couple of intros, so let's go ahead and get started. First off, I have Reese Weaver. Reese is a current sophomore at the University of Alabama, majoring in dance and minoring in public relations. Reese started competing in the Miss America's Outstanding Teen program in 2015 as a freshman in high school and received first runner-up at Miss Florida's Outstanding Teen competition in July of 2016. She then went on to compete for her second year and won the title of Miss Florida's Outstanding Teen 2017 in July and went to compete at Miss America's Outstanding Teen Uh, in Orlando, Florida, where she placed top nine and won the overall dance award and received a four year tuition scholarship, none other than the University of Alabama Roll Tide. Uh, Reese is incredibly grateful and honored to be a part of uh, the University of Alabama and to receive a BA in dance. Hi, Reese. (laughs) Hi, thanks for joining. Next up we have, uh, with the theater world being on hold due to the pandemic, our next guest is making the most of her time at home in Sweet Home, Alabama. Callie Walker was crowned Miss Alabama 2018 where she traveled the state promoting and educating youth on the importance of the three R's of sustainability. After finishing her year of service, Callie returned to the University of Alabama where she recently graduated with a Bachelor of Arts degree in theater with a concentration in musical theater.
1: Hi, Callie. Hello. Glad to be close to the capstone.
0: Yes, we're glad you're here. All right, moving right along. Our next inspiring young woman is Michaela McLean, Miss Florida 2019. Michaela is a passionate advocate for her social impact initiative, Brave and Beautiful, Breaking Free from Behind the Screen. As a leader, team member and older sister, Michaela has personally interacted with young women from all over the world and is well acquainted with the struggles that they face. She empowers young women through brave, the brave and beautiful experience in all girls gathering that is a creative blend of heartfelt testimony, talented performances and relevant teaching from an incredible team of speakers and performers. To date, Michaela's message has reached thousands in multiple nations from orphanages to all-girls schools, churches, and sorority houses. Michaela is also proud to be a spokesperson for the Everglades Foundation, working to educate Florida's youngest students on the importance of protecting our fragile ecosystem. And I had the opportunity to serve on a local board with Michaela and she is amazing and I y'all. I've gotten to watch her dance over and over again and you're just awesome. Hi Michaela. <laughs>
2: Hi, Sarah. Thank you for having me. It's great to virtually see you.
0: (laughs) I know. I haven't seen you in person in so long. Goodness. It's been too long for sure. Absolutely. Uh, All right. And last but certainly not least, we have Dr. Lene Poe-McDonald. She is the Director of Special Projects in the Office of the President at the University of Alabama. A Birmingham native, she has served in a variety of roles with area nonprofits, government, and economic development agencies. Lene holds a Bachelor of Arts in Community Development and Dance, a Master's of Arts degree in Communication Studies, and a Doctor of Philosophy in Higher Education, all from the University of Alabama, Rolls Tide. She is also an alumni of the Oxford Women's Leadership Symposium at the University of Oxford in Oxford, England. During her undergraduate and graduate studies, she held several titles under the Miss America organization, including Miss Tuscaloosa, Miss Trustville, Miss Fountain City and was Miss Black Alabama USA as well as a runner-up to Miss Black USA. Amazing! Thank you so much, Dr. McDonald, for being here. Hey. Can I call you Dr. Lene? You can call me Lene. Awesome. All right. So we've introduced our incredible young women that are here with me today. So I'm super excited for you all to get to know them a little bit more. And I'm kind of just going to start off with. You know, inquiring minds are wondering why pageants, uh, why Miss America? We know that Alabama is really no stranger to the to the pageant culture. Lynnae, let's start with you. I know you competed in Alabama. Mm-hmm. Uh, did you grow up doing pageants? How did you how
3: did you find out about the Miss America organization? I grew up around Miss Alabama. Ironically, uh, one of my mom's really good friends was Kelly's mom and she was my dance teacher. So, and she's also a Miss Alabama, 1986. Is that right, Callie? Five. Okay, and so 85, Angela Tower Walker, um, one of the best to ever do it. But I think that that gave me such a interesting introduction because I, I always had a Miss Alabama in my life and my family was really involved at Miss Alabama organization kind of all of my life. And that helped me see the benefit, not just from a performance standpoint, but a connection standpoint. And when that many people in your life are involved with an organization, I think it makes it very easy for you to see the value in in participating. And so even though I didn't grow up doing pageants, I grew up doing commercials and dancing and playing piano and all of those things. But the network was really strong for me.
0: That's amazing. I love that. And I love how small that network really is in the state of Alabama here because we're already seeing a connection. Callie, what about you? How did you get involved? I mean, I would imagine your mother had had an influence on that.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So when I was little, I grew up going to the Miss Alabama pageant. And also just my mom was such a huge role model for me. And then I saw girls like Linay compete in Miss Alabama, and they served as role models for me growing up. And so the Outstanding Team program became an organization when I was very little. My older sister competed in Miss Alabama's Outstanding Teen, won the title in 2010, and then went on to Miss America's Outstanding Teen and was first runner up. So I saw my older sister, my ultimate role model, participating in this awesome organization. And when we went, when you were fortunate enough to win the state of Alabama, the Outstanding Team program, you were offered a full tuition scholarship to the University of Alabama we're all tied, Auburn University, Troy University, and Nashville State University. So we knew my sister was going to get to go to college. Woo! So when I turned 13, I said, I'm never doing this. Well, here we are. So <laughs> I decided to compete for Miss Alabama's Outstanding Teen in 2012, and I won on my first try as a 14-year-old and knew I was going to get to go to college. And Pretty much is the reason why I graduated from the University of Alabama. So then years went by and I kind of was like, I don't think I'm ever going to do Miss Alabama just because I had had my taste in the outstanding team. Just not sure if that's something I wanted to do. And then I did Distinguished Young Woman of Shelby County, my county, and was bit by the bug again because I did not win. So I was like, well, I already have a talent ready and I'm eligible for Miss Alabama, so why not? So I competed for four years in Miss Alabama, was first runner-up twice, and then ended up winning the title, going to Miss America, placing in the top 10, performing on national television, and it was a dream come true.
0: Amazing. What is that like, performing your talent on national TV?
1: <laughs> that was the ultimate goal. Yes, of course, everyone wants to be Miss America. But I, I mean, I set goals when I went to Miss America, I knew I wanted to make at least the top 15. And if I could just have the perk of making the top 10 and getting to perform my talent, which was a classical ballet on point to the hoedown from the ballet rodeo, uh, I, it it holds a really special place in my heart because my mom performed on the stage 33 years before at Atlantic City. She was actually fourth runner up to Miss America, so she had me beat. And she won swimsuit, which didn't exist when I went. So we all she always misses with me about that. But it was such an honor to get to perform and to get to share my talent with the rest of the country. It was really cool.
0: That's amazing. Wow. So cool. Um, Callie, you're a musical theater major, correct? Yes, ma'am. Or you were a musical theater major. Yeah. yeah what was the dream in college? What was like your end goal? Uh, And do you feel like what you thought you were going to do while you were a student here at UA Theatre and Dance is kind of what you are doing or hope to be doing?
1: Yes. So I was fortunate enough to be cast in three different productions at UA. I was in a chorus line as a sophomore, which was a dream show of mine. So I got to do it pretty early on in my career. And then I was in Sweeney Todd as Joanna my junior year. Then I won the title of Miss Alabama that summer. I took a year off of school and then came back for the 2019-2020 school year, which we know what happened to that school year. (laughs) I was cast in Legally Blonde as Brooke Wyndham for the fall of 2020, which we know that show did not happen. So it kind of was foreshadowing what happened to me with my summer and potentially year-long contracts that I had. I had booked a summer theater. It was actually a contract from June to September. And I was actually going to be playing, ironic, Elle Woods in Legally Blonde at this theater. Uh, <laughs> so I was really excited about it. But alas, that did not happen because of the pandemic. And then I I also had booked a contract with Norwegian Cruise Lines to perform as a singer on their cruise line for six months and get to travel, which was something I've always wanted to do. I've never been outside of the country, so I was really, really excited. And then again, the pandemic. Yeah, are cruise ships even happening right now? Oh, no, no, no. So I'm hoping post-pandemic that I can be employed again and perform, I just want to perform on a stage. I mean, that's where I'm really at right now. I have been so blessed to be home with my entire family. My brother is still a student at the University of Alabama. He's a music education major, so he's been back at school this spring, but in the fall he was back at home, and my sister is actually a graduate from UA in musical theater, and she had been living in New York for the past four and a half years, and then moved home.
0: I mean, there's like no talent in your family, is there? None at all. (laughs) You guys are all so talented.
3: It's insane, Sarah. They all are so talented. Oh,
0: I love it. I love it. I can't wait for, for us to get back to a space where you are able to perform on the reg. Okay. Michaela, you were a dance. Okay. You were a dance major. What came first for you? Did you know that pageants were in your future? Was this more of like, I know I have a talent. I might as well do this pageant. Kind of walk us through your thought process and how you got involved.
2: Yeah, great question. So I was a competitive dancer for my entire life. And so dance definitely came before pageantry. After doing 10 plus years in competitive dance, I kind of just saw pageants as another avenue to share my talent, but then also get scholarship money. So I saw that it was a way to get money rather than just pour money (laughs) into competitions and not get anything back. And so my family was super excited for that. And lo and behold, I decided to go for Miss Florida's Outstanding Teen. I was 15 years old. And just like Callie, I had the incredible opportunity to win the title on my first try. And it was my senior year of high school where I got to go to Miss America's Outstanding Teen and place top 10 there. I got the Dance Talent Award. While I was at MAOT and one of my judges was Cornelius Carter, who is the dance director or was the dance director at the University of Alabama. So it was really cool how small world, how dance led into pageantry, which then led to the University of Alabama. And I like to say all the ducks were in a row and the Lord just really. Led steps to come to Alabama. So what's really funny, though, is while I was at the University of Alabama, and in the dance program, Cornelius, Professor Carter, he called me Miss Florida all throughout my time there. And I kind of thought it was funny, because I told him, I'm like, no, like, I'm not technically Miss Florida yet. You know, I'm going for Miss Florida, hopefully one day. But when you judged me, I was just the teen. But I really do think it was like self-fulfilling prophecy in a sense. because Yeah, some major foreshadowing there, for sure. sure. He was just kind of putting it over my life. And so Cornelius Carter was a huge part of just preparing me to dance on the Miss America stage one day. I was able to win the title of Miss Florida then the summer after I graduated from Alabama. And I'm currently the longest reigning Miss Florida there <laughs> ever was in
0: the Miss America <laughs> organization due to the pandemic. So It has to How many days are you at? I think you posted the days on Instagram the other day. I have 600 days
2: like a week ago, which is insane.
0: Wow. (laughs) And Cali (laughs) knows.
2: When you are in the state position, it's truly meant for one year. So for all of us to kind of be in this overtime, it is a marathon. But I'm just so thankful the Miss America organization, specifically the Miss Florida organization, Has been my full-time job and i'm an employee i get paid through school presentations and it's been a really big blessing in disguise to now do a lot of things virtually and from anywhere i'm actually recording this podcast from dallas texas so (laughs) you get to travel and still be miss florida which is best of both worlds
0: right the perks of our technology now i mean goodness it's amazing Uh, well we're so excited you're able to join us from texas thank you thanks for having me again (laughs) All right, Reese, hello again. Hello. (laughs) I would love to know, Reese, how did your your pageant experience impact uh, your current academic experience at Alabama? Did you, you mentioned receiving tuition scholarship. Did that kind of affect your decision to attend UA? And I would love to know, like what's your end goal once you graduate?
4: Yeah, so really participating in pageants Before I even started, I lacked so much confidence in myself, which is very, I feel unusual for a dancer because you're kind of out there performing in front of so many people. But really getting involved in pageants, it's helped me and enabled me to use my voice and actually be able to speak into a microphone when dancers aren't really supposed to do that. And um, really advocating for things that I really truly was passionate about. So with so many different opportunities and experiences through pageants, I'm so great grateful that I had the opportunity to represent Florida at uh, Miss America's Outstanding Team because I am now at the University of Alabama because of the generous scholarship that I, I received from Alabama. So really the end goal is to hope to just keep training here at Alabama and graduate in the next two years, which is insane. Still feel like a freshman in high school, but that's not the case anymore. (laughs) Time flies
0: when you're having
4: fun, right? It does, it does. And this semester specifically has just been flying. Crazy to think that I'll be a junior next year. But the dream is to hopefully perform on Broadway one day to work at Disney, to perform on cruise lines. Just so many, uh, I hope to be on stage and to uh, perform in front of a live audience very soon.
0: (laughs) Yes, yes, I am claiming it. We are coming back strong. It's going to happen. Question, can you talk a little bit more about the dance program here at UA Theatre Dance and where it has been and where it's going? Maybe I'll start. I'm
3: the closest to a has-been. I'm, I'm a lot older. Um, and the department has quadrupled in size since I came You know, to now. So mm-hmm. really over the past 15 or so years, we've seen a growth not just of the university, but specifically certain programs in dance and, and the Department of Theater and Dance being one of those that I think that growth is just m- most noticeable. When I came, I been offered a contract with a professional company and chose to come back to school and, and as opposed to go that route. And my first day, uh, I walked into Cornelius's class and he called me Miss America. Oh, no. Well, wait okay. a minute. Right? But he said, you got some competition. Because at that time, this department was very small and there were several of us who were competing or had competed or like He felt like, oh, you should do this. So it was always this internal kind of joke that Cornelius was always trying to provide that training ground for all of us, even in class. So we were kind of in competition in a friendly way, even in class. And I think just the way that the department works to prepare people for things outside of the performing arts in general is part of that. So I think they do a good job of recognizing when people have certain strengths that might be beneficial combined with their artistic ability to advance whatever they want to do, be it public speaking, be it packaging, for lack of a better way to put that. Um, and I think pageantry was one of those things. Uh, and that also speaks to why so many alums have been successful even outside of the performing arts. and. the fact that the department has gone through this kind of evolution and growth in conjunction with just continuing to nurture people being successful in whatever their chosen fields are also helps provide a justification for why performing arts can be viable and helpful majors for people in the future. So regardless of what they choose to do, I I talked to theater majors or alums who are going to or already in medical school or pharmacy or law school. And again, I think that speaks to they notice those things first day and they make those connections internally that allow you to, to see yourself in that light and to grow in those things, even if they're outside of the arts. And then they, it helps you be able to really you know, take those skills and apply them. Outside of theater ordinance.
0: I love that. That's so true. And thank you for touching on the, the bridge between performing arts education and how it applies to so many other aspects of preparing you just to be a successful human in the world. I love that.
2: Yeah, I'll definitely add Lene kind of put it perfectly as far as bridging the gap between pageantry and the dance program training. I will say during my time there, I graduated almost two years ago, which is insane to say. But my time there really pushed me to step into the competence factor as a performer and as now a title holder in the Miss America organization because Cornelius as well as Professor Jackson, John Versiglio, so many professors on staff, they would put you in these situations where you would have to step into that performance factor. You would have to turn on something that would make the audience engage into what you're giving to the audience, whether that's emotional through your performance or whether that's meeting the audience where they're at. And I think that really translated well into now my job as Miss Florida and being able to walk into a room and not perform, but just be on and be able to know that there's always going to be someone looking at you. They're looking at the way you act. They're looking at the way you respond. They're looking at the way that you have conversate with other people. And so I really do believe you know as great as having a bachelor's of arts and dance is underneath my belt i gained so many performance and life skills that now i have for the rest of my life and i owe that all to the program and putting me in those uncomfortable situations so that i can break that shell in my confidence factor
0: yeah absolutely and, and i think you mentioned that you also have a bachelor's in public relations correct
2: I do, yes. I was able to double major. The program gives you the opportunity to explore so many different other areas if you wanna major in it. But now through my time as Miss Florida, I'm looking into going into broadcasting and television and hopefully performing on the side. So it all kind of correlates in being in front of the camera the audience. So it definitely helps in several areas of different industries too.
0: That's awesome. So a question I have for the group and anyone can feel free to answer. This department specifically sees so many strong, confident, amazing pageant women. And I know, Lene, you kind of just touched on it, but why why do you think that is? What is it about UA theater and dance that really draws in that specific demographic?
1: I will say, kind of referring back to the Outstanding Team program, the national organization, you get a full ride for going to the national pageant. So y'all can attest to it. There's a full influx of women from the Outstanding Teen organization that have made their way to the University of Alabama because of it. When I was at the Outstanding Teen pageant when I was Miss Alabama, I had the current Miss Maine's Outstanding Teen, she was competing at the time, might I add, came up to found me in the room like their little like uh, reception area after like one of the nights of competition. She was like, Hi, I wanted to talk to you because I'm so interested in coming to the University of Alabama And I was like, Oh my gosh, that's amazing. But it was like it off guard I was like, You're a girl from Maine. I never in a million years would I think I'm gonna come like that is a big life change going from Maine to Alabama. It's very different lifestyle. So it's just, it was really, really cool to get to interact with some of the teens at the time and their interest in the University of Alabama and what it has to offer, not only within the University or without within the College of Arts and Sciences and theater and dance, but also the university itself and what it has to offer.
3: Yeah. And I think I'll second that with the university's attention to finding unique ways to attract talented people from within and outside of the state, those scholarship opportunities open that door for more people. And even though my time here predated the big scholarship that now is established with this America's Outstanding Team, I also think that your network has a lot to do with it because when you see people accomplishing things that you want to accomplish or you would like to see yourself be able to do, being able to do it then you have to position yourself where they are. So what I mean by that is once you see someone who has been prepared for Miss Alabama through their experience at UA Theater and Dance or even at the University of Alabama in general, I do think that it provides a good justification for why, oh, let's, maybe that's somewhere you need to look. So it's the totality of it that the network of the university brings with it when we see people who have been good examples not just of being great in the pageant world, but being successful young women um, and driven in what they're doing. And you, you realize that the University of Alabama uniquely positions you to be able to do those things.
0: For those of you that that have graduated, I kind of asked you about this previously, Kelly, but do you feel like what you are doing was what you thought you would be doing when you were at in the program, in the department? Uh, Has it shifted at all and how so?
1: I will say my trajectory post COVID is still what it was when I was a student at the University of Alabama. I have not given up hope. Not that I have friends that I graduated that are now, that were musical theater majors that are now venturing into different avenues. And that is fantastic. It's just like what we talked about earlier. They're finding these connections to what they gained at the university and applying it to otherworldly things, which is incredible. And just shows how our professors prepare us to leave the university. Not to stay, but to leave. Seth Panich has coined that phrase. And if he ever hears this podcast, he will know. But he yes, he always talked about preparing us to leave and to explore the world, not to stay on the university. So I definitely I think my my plan is to continue to pursue my career. It has not changed. It has not wavered. Actually, there have been times where I'm like, am I having a 23-year-old life crisis right now? Like, is this what I need to be doing with my (laughs) life? But I am very set in my way. and not alone in that. I know. But I'm excited for the future. And I am so thankful to the University of Alabama Theater and Dance Program how they prepared me to go out into the world speaking for the musical theater program which is so fun because we don't only get to work with the music the theater but we also get to work with the dance program so i was blessed to be exposed to all faculty members which was such a blessing to me and the dance program lawrence jackson i heart you forever you're one of the best things that i came across at the university of alabama just such a wonderful spirit, and so excited to see him lead the dance program now. And I, I was forever blessed by Stacy, Seth, my voice teachers. It was, I wouldn't change it for the world.
0: When I uh, we were talking about this podcast uh, a couple weeks ago, and Stacy heard about it, she was like, "You need to call Callie Walker. Call her." It's <laughs> like, "Yes, ma'am. Will do.
1: Absolutely. She loves you." Oh, okay. Wait, I have to tell a funny story about her really quick. So. She is a big Miss America watcher. Okay, they have a Miss America watch party every year. So I just happened to come, I don't know how I came across this memory. I think I was looking for combinations on her Facebook page, dance combinations, to like work on here. Uh, But I came across a video of when I was competing at Miss America, this is so funny, but terrible. So it got down to the top, so I didn't make the top five, which is fine, but you know. So she was sitting there with her friends And they did on like the top two, which were two of her friends. They sat there like, you know, holding hands like the runner ups do or the top two do. So they're sitting there and all of a sudden you hear Stacey in the background goes, I don't care. Callie's not in it anymore. (laughs) And it just was so funny. (laughs) But it is the perfect example of how supportive they are like outside of theater and dance. I got a handwritten letter. It was so sweet from Seth and Laura Panitch. To Atlantic City. I mean, I I can't express to you how much I love UA Theater and Dance. Big heart.
0: That's a great story. I love that so much.
3: Yeah. I'll say a little bit just about the department in terms of my experience. I, I am the oldest, but I'm also the closest proximity-wise. I work across campus, and my husband is uh, employed by the program. <laughs> and I think my story, although I left... School, Even after my graduate degree, we had a great career elsewhere. Um, when I came back, when I was getting my PhD, Bill Teague, who was then chair of the department, called and asked me to participate in our Performing Arts and Academic Center's campaign video. And I said, okay. And that led to me dancing and, and speaking for video-seeking funds to fund our PAC Center. And uh, Cornelia said, well, I need you to dance on point. I'm like, okay. I am over 30. Like, I, I, we'll make it work. And he said, and it needs to be something fast. How about act two key variation from Don Q? I was like, okay. When? When? And it was like four days. <laughs> Luckily, I was in decent shape. But we had rehearsal and for two days. And then we in to film the campaign video, which was filmed in the old Bryce Hospital that will now house our performing arts uh, theaters. But it was awesome. And our vice president of advancement at the university was uh, somewhat impressed with the video, which led to me getting a job in advancement at the university, which that position led to my current role in the president's office. So I say all of that to say the department, I think, is uniquely placed in my heart just because they really are my family. Lindell, my husband, graduated before I did and started working immediately after graduation. So we're literally products not just of the now, but how the department has evolved. And our our current success and even experiences that we've had outside of UA, I can say, are directly related to the quality of the faculty. And staff and the experiences that we were able to have as students within the department.
0: I love that. I love that. And funny story, actually, when I was when I knew I was coming here for this grad program, I saw that video, and I had a moment of like, wow, because a little known fact, Lennae and I actually competed at Miss Alabama together in 2008, which I know yeah. flashback, but. Um, so- So many years ago, (laughs) but I love I love how your life has just kind of made this full circle moment, and it's it's very cool, very cool to watch. Wait, what was your title? Um, I was Miss Wiregrass Area.
1: Yes, I definitely saw you compete for sure.
0: You probably did. I think I was probably seventeen, like one of the youngest contestants. And it was funny, actually, my roommate that year was Katie Boyd, who had been like first runner-up three or four times. And her kind of involvement in my life was a catalyst for her pageantry for years to come,
3: <laughs> but she's amazing human. One of the best Miss Alabama contestants ever and a fellow UA alum. Uh, she is a product of UA Theater and Dance. And when I mentioned that reference Cornelius gave earlier, like, oh, you got some competition. It was always Katie and I. (laughs)
1: Really, we we
3: joke now and even say, "Mm -hmm," "I
1: didn't."
3: That one day we would perform together and say we would sing. Anything you can do, I can do better. Wow! And (laughs) and because of that, but um, but she's a pharmacist who is quite successful, and I think I feel comfortable speaking for her and saying that even her experience in the department probably helped her.
0: So I would love for you all to. Tell inquiring minds like if they are considering pageantry or if they are considering UA theater and dance, why would this be a good route that they could they could take?
2: I think it's honestly one of the best routes they can take, not only because the staff comes alongside you and is believing in the dream with you, but they're providing all of the resources, guest choreographers, classes, and outside resources from the university for you to not only feel prepared, but feel over-prepared. And I think for me, what was crazy in preparing for Miss Florida, I got first runner-up my first year, and then won the year after I graduated and in that time of preparing i had three other girls within the ua theater and dance program actually four other girls including Callie, because we were in college at the same time four other girls going for a state title so we had a girl going for miss texas we had a girl going for miss mississippi Callie was going for miss alabama and then i was going for miss florida and so you know we all had our own lane and everyone was just encouraging and kind of sharpening each other in our pursuit of one day hoping to dance or sing or whatever it may be on the Miss America stage. So not only were we being trained and groomed by the staff of UA Theatre and Dance, but we also had our peers around us kind of going for the dream with us, which is always such a great extra support system in that. So I can't speak highly enough about it. I was even in Greek life while I was there and I'll never forget just through the rush part portion of sorority recruitment, just having outstanding teen after outstanding teen after outstanding teen come and rush through because, like we all said earlier, the Miss America's Outstanding Teen Program and Miss America program just do such a great job of just recruiting the cream of the crop girls and the best talent. And so I know that if you do choose to have UA Theater and Dance as your home program that you're going to have other girls with you that are going to chase after that dream too, which is always friendly competition. But for me, it was that fire underneath me that was able for me to just really go after the dream.
0: All right. Any final thoughts before, uh, we close out this wonderful stage talks, this is your moment. Do you want to plug something? Do you have a hashtag that we all need to know about?
3: I think I'll add a little bit to Michaela's point about the department. I think, in terms of preparing for pageantry, very few places will allow you to spend your day to day actually preparing your talent and preparing to quote unquote be on. And UA offers that, particularly through UA Theater and Dance. When, as a person, as a woman of color, even things knowing how to a lighting designer, how to light me or things that if I didn't want to spotlight during my talent, the color that needed to be most pronounced in order for my skin to look its best and also for me to perform my best was something that I learned because of my connection to the performing arts. And also even down to cutting your music. My husband, who was then on staff, taught me how to edit my music. And I think that those are things that you, you don't get everywhere. Every major, every environment is not going to nurture your growth like that. To really be able to know that you can be successful in a whole other sphere while you're still in school. And so pageantry is great. It pays for school. It's always wonderful. I think we probably are all debt free because of the Miss America organization or close to it. and. Coming off of a few degrees, that was very helpful to me, but knowing that the connection between being able to prepare to continue to set yourself up for success outside of the classroom or outside of academia, that's, that was directly related to UA theater and dance.
0: That's amazing. I love that. Thank you for sharing that.
1: One last thing I will say is it kind of has to do with the students within, yes. within the program, uh, not necessarily its connection to pageantry, but in general. So the most common thing that is said about the, the students within our program, especially when future or prospective students come to visit or audition, is that we have the most welcoming environment for new people to visit and audition within our program. Uh, I was fortunate enough to help out with audition days with the musical theater and theater auditions. And the feedback we would get from parents that were from across the country traveling with their their child um helping them prepare for their audition they said y'all are just so welcoming there's no feeling of we're here we're going to audition and we're going to get it done it's very much hey we're here to help you in any possible way and I think that is such a reflection of upon the entire program, not just the students, but the entire program itself, as well as the university. It is so welcoming. It's such a welcoming campus. It's beautiful. Why wouldn't you want to walk around and tour our campus? Look, I'm marketing the University of Alabama right now. But I I really think that that is such a testament to the environment that is UA theater and dance. Not only are our faculty great, but our students are just as great as well.
4: Absolutely. Going off of that as well, as a current student in the dance department, for me, my peers truly push me to be the best version of myself artistically and technically as a dancer. And like Callie says, that it is such a welcoming environment, but we're also very hungry. We're very hungry that what we want is, you know, hopefully these dream jobs of ours. And um, I have so many friends in this department where they truly want me to be my best. And it's never, it's really a competition between myself and that's it. And I think that my peers having that same mentality really truly helps me to never feel like I'm competing against someone else, but it's truly just myself. And Um, It truly is a replication of our faculty and our professors who kind of set that example, which is awesome.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. Reese, Callie, Michaela, Lene, thank you so much for taking time out of your schedule to join me in this today. Not only was this fun and a walk down memory lane for me, but. For those of you that are listening these women are incredibly talented and stunningly gorgeous and it is an honor just to get to talk to each of you we are going to be running out of time and we will be streaming this through ua theater and dance social media so feel free to check it out share it with all your people we had a great time today and i'm so thankful for all of you that have joined us i think There is absolutely truth in the fact that legends are made here in Alabama, and especially at the UA Department of Theater and Dance. So thank you guys again so much for joining me. I really appreciate it. Well, Tad.
1: Thank you for having us.